This is CarPro USA with Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Every week, Jerry drives a new car and adds that to his huge list of car reviews that can help you with your next car choice. Jerry spent over three decades in the car business and was a two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealers Council. His sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, who once drove a golf cart into a lake. He's here to not give advice and to help Jerry move the show along. So here they are now with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive on CarPro USA. Thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. We're here to help you make sure that you make a good, smart car buying decision. And I will help you with that after my 35 years in the car business. I can be of service to you and from driving about 100 cars a year, brand new cars that uh, I review and drive just to make sure what they're all about, I can help you with that as well. We've got a lot of new product that's come out in the past year and a lot more on the way. It is the last weekend of the month. The month is over for the dealers this weekend. Now, most of the incentives, because the 31st falls on a Sunday, most of the incentives run through Monday night, but I will tell you this, the push by the dealers is going on this weekend. They close their books at the end. If it's a, if it's a state where dealers aren't open on Sunday or um, if it's a state where the dealers are open seven days a week, if you're in one of those states that the majority of the dealers are open on Saturday, then tonight is the deadline. To, to get their push. Now, again, the rebates and incentives that are out there right now, which are very, very good, run through Monday night. But if you can make a move this weekend, I would make it this weekend because magically at the end of the month when dealers are trying to make their numbers, then trade-in values go up, finance rates go down, they get more aggressive. Our listeners always get a great price, but it seems like it just gets better the last couple of days of the month. My phone number is 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777. Our website is carprousa.com. And my trusty sidekick, I'm not going to tell that joke again. Which one? That you figured out Ancestry.com wasn't a good dating site. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> no, but my family reunions in Kentucky used to be, you know, prime material. I really don't want to know. So this week, everyone has been talking about, well, not everyone, but a lot of people have been talking about GM's announcement that they plan to be all electric by 2035. Yeah. And even more, kind of shocking, that in just four years, they expect that 40% of their models are going to be battery electric. Not that they're going to sell 40% of their vehicles electric, but they're going to have 40% of their models being electric. And that's led to a lot of discussions about hybrids and the cost of electricity to run these vehicles. But mostly it's all about range, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the thing that people are, are super interested in because you don't want to get stranded. You don't want... You don't want range anxiety, which is a real deal. Uh, something I've suffered before when I was reviewing electric vehicles, not sure I was going to get where I was going. Um, so, yeah, range is a big deal. Cost is a big deal. There's a lot to go. And, I, I boy, when they, that headline broke, 
Thursday, I got inundated with interviews yesterday from radio stations and TV stations. And, you know, I said, look, you've got to read the press release where it, it's worded to give them an out in case they change their mind or they don't make it. It says they plan to have all, every vehicle sold in the world electric by 2035. Well, there's a lot to be done in the next 14 years. Can can everybody get it done? It's not just the automakers. It's the infrastructure. It's the charging stations. There's a lot out there. And, and look, I like electric cars, and especially I like the performance of them. Um, I'm a big fan of Tesla and what they've done and what they've achieved. And Tesla has been responsible for pushing other automakers to look at electric cars and, and pursue electric cars. My issue is is this. Any automaker that puts all their eggs into one basket, I think that's a mistake. People like choices. I think it's I think it would be great if GM said by twenty thirty five we would like to see half of our vehicles be electric. That would be great. I'd be all for that. But we don't know yet where the market is on electrics. So far in the past year, it's it was two percent of the vehicles that were sold in America were electric, all electric. Two percent. Two percent. And you know, that that's a small number. It's the biggest number we've had. And the that number could be higher if if there were more choices out there. Because a lot of people can't afford a Tesla. They're pretty expensive. You know, the Chevy Volt hasn't done great. The Nissan Leaf hasn't done great. Uh, so there are cheaper alternatives than Tesla. But, you know, we'll see. 800-926-7777. We talked to Craig in Dallas, Texas. Hello, Craig. Thanks for calling. Uh, good morning, Jerry. How are you? Doing good, my friend. What can I help you with? Well, um, I was just calling. Um, I've been kind of baffled about uh, the scheduling practices in the Ford Service Department. Um, on a couple occasions, uh, the latest being I was having uh, trouble with my uh, car radio. Uh-huh. And uh, they wanted to schedule an appointment uh, to do diagnostics. And then they insisted on keeping the vehicle for approximately a week and then uh, do, and doing the repair uh, approximately a week later. Now, I can sort of understand them not having parts in, in stock yes. and having to wait on parts. But I can't understand uh, why they won't return the vehicle for me to use for that week did they did they give you a loaner craig no and neither time they offered a loaner and it was a warranty repair huh well the first thing i do is when you when you choose who you're going to use i would set the loaner up in advance uh so uh-huh. that so that you, you know they can reserve you one because loaner cars are a big deal these days the factories are paying the dealers to have a big stock of loan cars. I mean, I've got a Chevy dealer in Dallas that's got 300 loan cars uh, at, at Classic Chevrolet. Uh, most of the Ford dealers are stocking 80 to 100 uh, loaner cars. But that's the first thing I do. The next thing I do is all the good dealerships will let you s- schedule service online now at their website. I would take mm-hmm. advantage of that instead of just showing up with your car it's changed and, and a lot of it's changed since covid they're having 
it's COVID has slowed down every process where they have to uh, wipe everything down and sanitize. Parts have been a major problem for the past uh, nine months since COVID started. So I think the smarter way to do it in the future, Craig, is do it, service it online, get your appointment online, and then make sure they know you need a loan car. Ads lie. The internet lies. But Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, never lies. Call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds joining you. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. And? And I'm glad to read in the newsletter this week that the Dodge Durango SRT. Hellcat is sold out because that removes any temptation for me <laughs> to even think about buying a 710 horsepower midsized SUV. Obviously, people that like performance vehicles and have always wanted to make that transition to an SUV but couldn't, this is a good answer for them. Well, I also read that this is a good answer for people who have mid-size, mid or want a mid-size SUV, and they want to tow more than yeah, most can. Boy, wouldn't it eighty-six hundred pounds? Yeah, something like that. It, it, that that's a that's. I mean, you're talking now Chevy Tahoe uh, ability and and vehicles that size, uh, and and Durango has just been such a good solid vehicle through the years. We had that and a whole bunch of other stories in our free weekly newsletter. If you subscribe today, we'll get it to you today. And you can uh, see my video of the week and Kevin's video of the week. Yes, mine won. Of course. Big shocker there. Uh, we had an article about uh, beware the dreaded pothole. And the number one most clicked on thing in the newsletter this week surprised me a little bit, I'll be honest. The 2021 Chevy Traverse High Country review and video that I did. And then coming up next week in the newsletter, you will be able to see my review and video with the 2021 GMC Canyon AT4. That was the small compared to what I've seen lately thing in the CarPro garage this morning. It yeah, was dark. I couldn't tell. It, it it's These trucks keep getting bigger and bigger, but then so do the half tons. And to the point that the Chevy Silverado and the F-150 and the Ram and the Tundra, they're all so big, people sometimes have trouble maneuvering them. Mm -hmm. This is a good alternative mm -hmm. because this truck is about the size of a half ton 10 years ago. Wow. And a huge cab. Huge cab. Let's talk to Bill in South Texas. Hello, Bill. Welcome. Hey, Jerry. What I can I help you with, sir? About, uh are there any uh, self-driving cars that can be programmed to go to point A to B? Without any without any uh, assistance from the driver? Assist. No. Yes. There is not. And and it, it's we're probably not going to see that anytime soon. The best one I've been in, Bill, was called, the, the system is called Super Cruise. And it's made by General Motors. I had it in a Cadillac XT6 a few years ago and I went into great detail and it's it's under car reviews if you want to if you want to watch the video that I did about Super Cruise it's the closest I've seen but still there are 
there there are things you're going to have to be ready for and it the in the in this system if you don't if it detects that you're not paying attention it actually watches your eyes and if it detects that you're doing something you're texting and driving you're playing a video game you're jacking with something else it will shut the system down it'll warn you first and when it warns you when i when i did that review uh, Bill, I closed my eyes and let it drive itself for, I forget, 30 seconds or something like that. Longest 30 seconds of my life. And then it finally, it, it, it got angry with me and yelled at me and told me, you know, pay attention. And then what happens after that is if it tells you to pay attention and you, you don't, it will start to shut the car down. It'll move. It'll actually move itself to the shoulder, and it will park it. And, and the reason for that is, if if you're on Super Cruise and you have a heart attack and die, they don't want the car to continue on, right? So if it if uh-huh. if it doesn't see your eyes, it will pull the car over and stop it. So, you know that's the closest thing I've seen. Tesla's got a good system. Uh, but it's not foolproof. There's been a number of deaths in Teslas from people who had it on had on their uh, system, and uh, they call it autopilot, which it's not, but that's what they call it. And and one guy was watching a movie, and an eighteen wheeler pulled out in front of him. The car didn't see it, and run under the trailer. And you can imagine that was the end of him. Um, so th- th- we'll see this at some point in the future, but honestly, I think we're a long way away still. There's just two, I've, I've driven cars and tried, I had a Volvo, never forget it. And I'll tell you this real quick cause we're almost out of time, but, but I got, it was doing great. It was doing really great. And then we got to a spot to where the road had been resurfaced and there wasn't any straps for the car to look at. Oops. And it freaked out. It completely freaked out and shut off and made me grab the wheel. Thanks for the call, buddy. Gas engine, diesel, hybrid, electric. Hey. Let CarPro USA help you decide what's right for how you drive. 1 800 926 7777. And we go to Lubbock, Texas. Mike. Welcome. How can I help you? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we're interested in uh, purchasing a 221 Jeep Cherokee and wanted to see what you had to say. And let me be, let's let's be clear. We're talking Cherokee, not Grand Cherokee, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, they made some nice changes in 2021 on the Cherokee. Uh, nothing huge. But they did add some standard features for safety, which were badly needed uh, for the first time. As standard equipment, you can get automatic emergency braking, blind spot monitoring, lane keeping assist, things that other SUVs had had for a number of years that the Cherokee really was behind on. And I think that's one of the reasons that sales had been slow on them. They've added a couple of other trim levels for 2021. Um and so they did some updates for for this year. Uh, one, my issue with the Cherokee, and you never hear me talk about it in the past, has been that lack of safety features that other SUVs had and the price. Uh, 
the Cherokee's always been overpriced when you look at other SUVs in that same segment. And they corrected that for 2021 also. So I I fully expect to see sales of, of Cherokee go up with the changes that they made for 2021. Now, there's still some 2020s out there. So if you're not all, you know, if you're not into, you know, a lot of safety features, there's some big rebates on that thing. And 2020 will be a bargain. I'll tell you that. But how do you put a price on your safety? That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, really, especially the way people drive nowadays. Oh. Uh, do they have what they call stability control or is it strictly four-wheel drive? Um, You know, unless something changed for this year, they came both ways. And stability control is pretty much standard on every SUV nowadays. Just because, and Jeep was one of the innovators of it, because they've got such a high center of gravity that that they have to do that. And uh, so I, I I can't tell you with 100% certainty, but I'm 99% that, yes, it will have stability control and it will be standard equipment on all Jeeps. I appreciate your call, Mike. Thanks so much. There's no reason to guess when you could know what to do about your next car. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. This hour of the CarPro USA Radio Show is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Go to Progressive.com and see if you can get a bigger number than that. In this week's newsletter, you cracked me up with one of your lines when you were explaining the basic differences between a car dealership and the manufacturing company. Yeah, you know the, the, the automaker. The, yeah, the automaker, Ford. And your Ford dealership. Yeah. You know, they built the cars, you bought them, then you sold them to people. I like to say they retail them to us as dealers, and then we figure out a way to get out of them. <laughs> well, the line that killed me was, I suppose you were you were having some trouble with people who had a car, maybe it was out of warranty, and they were hot at you. Yeah. Thinking, it, you know, you sold them the car, and you had to explain that... You, you said, we didn't have a place in the back where we built those cars. <laughs> no, we don't. And, they, you know, they, they'd have a little problem. They want you to do a buyback with them. Dealers don't do buybacks. Factories do buybacks. They built it. They have to stand behind it. They honor the warranty. And too many times people would lump us together as one. Mm-hmm. You know, because I got a Ford sign in front of my property doesn't mean I own any part of Ford. I don't. Nor does it mean they own any small or large piece of my dealership. They don't. We're two individual businesses doing business with each other. And that's that. And and that's why I wrote the article to, to point that out because sometimes people get angry with their dealer and they should just be angry with the manufacturer. Because you don't build cars and trucks in your back lot. Nope. Never did. Never did. Let's talk to MD in Deer Park, Texas. MD, welcome. What can I do for you? Hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, back in December the 28th, we bought a 2020 Toyota. He said that's the best time to shop, and it was good shopping. But 
uh, every other vehicle we buy, we put one in her name, and the next one will be in my name. Right. So my wife's good to stuff. I sat beside her. She's 79. I'm 80. We're here in age. We have those masks on. Can't hardly hear. <laughs> but anyways, the uh, the uh, financial man, he he was trying to explain these things. Instead of putting a price down, he put things to four different categories of things we could buy be so much a month. Well, we finally got through with that. And they, I thought he said he had, had put low jack on there in order to uh in order to get the zero percent financing and uh also that when we got home we had the chip we put in the computer and told everything about it they added uh prepaid maintenance extended warranty glass protection tire and wheel low jack we called and they were we were able to get the prepaid maintenance and extended warranty taken off and were able to later pay cash outside of that for the same extended warranty very cheap but they said the glass protection is gs gsfs windshield fifteen hundred dollars but that's accessory and and can't be taken off and uh, the low jack is 24.98 and uh, like i said i thought i may be mistaken but i thought he said that you had to have it in order to get the financing well if if Things, MD, that are pre-installed on these cars and the GF, uh, GSF stands for Gulf States. Uh, I forget what it is, but Gulf States is the distributor that sends the cars to the dealers. Okay. In other words, they, they're a middleman. So Toyota sells, they've got five distributors in the country they sell cars directly to them then the distributors sell cars to the dealers it's a very odd it's a very odd system versus everybody else but it's worked for you know 40 years so nobody's ever changed it uh but here's the thing when when cars come into the port they're around houston a lot of the toyotas come in there gulf states adds things to them before the dealer gets them. So the dealer's got to pay for it. Now, what if the dealer says, no, I don't want any, I don't want any of those add-ons put on our cars. They'll do that. But guess what? They don't get the allocation then. Uh So they, they, they have to play the game. And from what I understand from having distributors in other parts of the country where the show airs, it's the same everywhere. So, you know, things like an extended warranty and, and that sort of stuff it certainly is optional. And if you end up with that stuff and, and, and you want to cancel it, it's cancelable. But if it's something that the, that the dealer had to pay for, they're going to pass that on to you. And, you know, the other side of the deal to MD is most of the stuff that Gulf States and the other distributors add aren't bad things to have. It's just the thought that they're they're cramming it down your throat. That's what I hate. But the dealers have to play the game, or they don't get the cars. Yeah, evidently the the glass protection. Uh, it, it said it included uh, uh, reprogramming. Evidently, some of this uh, safety stuff where you uh, you know turn keep you from turn lane lane departure and all that yeah. stuff. Some of that in the windshield. Yeah. Partly. Or. or it goes through the windshield. Um, 
Sometimes you can't see it. Other cars you can. Subaru puts their system right up at the top of the glass, so it's got to it's got to be able to see through the glass. And so if you run into a a broke windshield or something like that, that would cover you for that. I I think that's pretty good protection because that can that can run into some money. But you know, I I wish I had a magic answer for you on the other stuff. I'm glad that you had the insight to cancel what you didn't want. Uh, and, and obviously you've listened here where I've talked about how extended warranties are, are, uh, negotiable. So you did, you did a good job there, MD. And I'm, uh, I appreciate your call very much. And thanks for, for listening, Jeff Riverside, California. Welcome. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? today? Ah, good man. What's on your mind? Uh, I've been looking at a, the smaller SUVs. I don't need a big tank like a giant Suburban or anything. And I noticed that Jaguar has some really nice-looking vehicles. I was looking at Toyota, uh, not to, as a comparison, but as a different type of vehicle to purchase. Do you have any insight on those? Yeah, I had the I-Pace. Um, it's a nice vehicle. And I assume with Toyota, you're looking at the RAV4? Yes, sir. You know, I think it comes down to how long you're going to keep this thing. Uh, I think the Jaguar is a more exciting vehicle, certainly uh, in my mind at least. It's a more attractive vehicle. Will it go as far as the Toyota with no problems? Uh-uh. It ain't going to do it. Uh, if you're going to try to keep this thing well past 100,000 miles, then the RAV4 is for sure the way to go. And if I were doing a RAV4, I'd do the hybrid. But that's just me. If you, if you think you're only going to drive this thing, you know, 10,000 miles a year and you want to keep it 10 years, it'll do that and not cost you an arm and a leg. After that, after that 100,000 mile mark is when things seem to really start to get expensive with Jaguars and Land Rovers, which are owned by the same company. So the safe bet's the Toyota. The fun bet is the Jag. And I do have great Toyota dealers there in SoCal. Buying a new car is so hard, but not if you call CarPro USA for advice at 1 800 926 7777. This is CarPro USA, and I suppose just for the record, we should note that Peugeot. <clears throat> Big automaker in Europe and FCA, combination of Europe and America, Fiat Chrysler, merged. They finished off their merger this week. And yep. now they are a new company called Stellantis, which is comes from Latin and it means brighten with stars. There you go. Well, I, I hope it works out for them. If you look back at history throughout the years um, and decades, there's been a lot of mergers and very few of them have been successful. The Fiat Chrysler one was one of the more successful ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but other than that, I mean, the, the, the Chrysler Mercedes merger in the eighties was just a disaster for both companies. Took a long time to recover from that. And not sure that wasn't one of the contributing factors to Chrysler's bankruptcy. But you know, if, if, they can help each other and get some economies of scale. Hey, it might work out fine. We'll find out. Time time will tell. Yes. Uh, it seems like an odd pairing to me. 
but so did Fiat and Chrysler. So what do I know? Rick in Houston, welcome. How can I help you? Hey, Jerry. Good morning. Long time listener. Love your show. Thanks, buddy. Uh, quick question. Your thoughts on the new Wrangler, the Jeep Wrangler uh, with the diesel engine in it, number one. And number two, could you recommend a car pro Jeep dealer that's in the Houston, Austin, San Antonio area? Oh, sure. Uh, that you recommend? I, I tell you, I, I, I had the diesel um the diesel wrangler pickup the renegade and no it's not the renegade what's what's the name of the 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 the, the wrangler pickup why am i oh, drawing, why am i drawing a blank on that uh the gladiator yes thank you i had the gladiator diesel and boy was it a performer the gas mileage was great uh i have no concerns about the durability of it. I mean, diesels are just built to be tougher and longer lasting and, and Chrysler's done a good job with their diesels, whether it be in, you know, we've had the diesel in the Grand Cherokee for, I mean, the, yeah, the Grand Cherokee for a lot of years. And we had a little snafu with uh, the emissions system. But other than that, durability wise, I've seen them go way, way over 300,000 miles. So I think it's I think it would be fine. Are you a high mileage driver? I am. I'm in the farm and ranch business, so I drive a lot. Yeah, and okay. I want something that make that three to three fifty easily. Yeah that that would be that would be the one. Then that's the way I would go if I were you. And and not only just for the fuel economy, but for the longevity of the engine as well. So you don't have to be trading every hundred thousand miles and taking a depreciation hit. I have got for you. Um, Gilman, they're in Houston. I've got South Fork in Manville. I've got Bayway in Pasadena. And that's the three that I've got. And they're all three big dealers, and they're good dealers. So if you want to talk to one of them, go through my website and be sure you talk to the person that is on my website. And and email them from there so you get your VIP certificate. Because the big thing is, Rick, I don't recommend dealerships. I recommend people. And I make friends okay. with, with the people that go through, you know, that I work with on a daily basis. And it makes all the difference in the world. So, you know, whether it's a great dealership outside of my process, I I really don't pay close attention to. What I care about is how my listeners are treated. And that's why I send them to a particular person there. So look at, look at any one of them, whichever one's closest to you, go through the website Certified dealers at carprousa.com, and you will get a great deal. I think the, I think the Wrangler diesel is going to be the right thing for you. I don't think it's going to be a huge seller. That's just not been the mo of diesels of late. Until you get up into the three-quarter ton, one-ton pickup range in SUVs, they haven't done that great. But for your use, I think that may well be the answer. I do appreciate the phone call, sir. If you're tall, short, heavy, or skinny, CarPro USA is ready to help you find the car that fits you. Call 1 800 926 7777. So I'm looking around on the website on CarPro USA last night, and I found a review of your buddy Phil Larson, the general manager at North Park Subaru at Dominion in the Alamo City. Yeah. 
guy named George had gone through the process, like you said, contacted uh, Phil. Phil got back to him. But George started out his review saying, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> and I was a little concerned. I didn't know where he was going with that opening line. Turns out he hadn't had a new car in 15 years. And this guy went on an adventure before he bought this one. He visited six dealerships. Oh, my. Drove, test drove 15 vehicles over a period of two months before he heard you talking one day about Subarus, which had never entered his mind before. Really? Okay. So he contacted Phil through our website, and Phil let George take home a Subaru overnight. Yeah. A really thorough test drive. You know, he had nothing to hide right. with a Subaru. He was blown away by the relationship, and he and Phil quickly established how easy it was to complete his purchase after he said yes to what he thought was more than a fair price. He closed his five-star review of Phil Hall at North Park Subaru San Antonio by thanking you, sir, for creating a system that guaranteed him the best car-buying experience possible. Beautiful. I love that. So there. That's awesome. But, I mean, two months? Yeah. Six dealerships, 15 cars, and then he gets in touch with Phil, and it's like, okay. Yeah, why Why? Why do you want to go through all that? It's just That's just pure torture. Our system cuts to the chase. Fair price, quickly, in and out, down the road. You don't have to spend five hours there, and they'll do whatever you ask them to do. Yeah, overnight test drive. Yeah, it, it, it works. It's worked for 19 years. It'll continue to work if you follow the process, and it all starts at carprousa.com. It's hard to decide between what's sexy and what's practical in a car, so get some help. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. 